0: You're listening to filmmakers drinking bourbon.
1: Hola, mis amigos. This is Alex, and this is Frank, and this is McKay Stewart. And we are filmmakers,
2: and like I always, I'm the only one drinking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> cheers uh, to myself
1: cheers to you cheers all. mckay cheers. stewart thank you for joining us
0: my pleasure guys thanks for having me
1: where are you calling in from
0: hollywood california
1: ah the motherland Yep. yes <laughs> awesome can you uh give our listeners a little taste of who you are and what you do
0: Sure. So I'm an actor and a stuntman, and I've been working professionally since uh, 2000. Um, I also, I did an internship at Joel Silver's company some years ago. And uh, since then, I've actually been writing and developing my own projects. And so that's pretty exciting.
1: Excellent. Stuntman and then turned writer director. Awesome.
2: What type of projects have you worked on?
0: Um, well, like the the last project I worked on was a series for Showtime called The Affair. So I actually, I did stunt driving on that. Uh, before that, uh, I just worked on, or I just appeared on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was an actor and a stuntman in that. I actually had a fight scene with um, one of the leads on the series, uh, Ming-Na, and of course she... Kicks my ass. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, and I have a pilot that I'm working on coming up soon, and uh, I'm going to be working on Avatar, um, hopefully uh, all three of the next Avatars, but we'll see how that works mm. out.
1: That would be incredible. How yeah, did, totally. How did, uh, how did you get your start? Did you, did you always know that you wanted to be uh, involved in stunts and action? Or did you start out in a different path and kind of gravitate?
0: You know, um, I actually, it was a movie called The Goonies that made me want to act. I was like, these guys get paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I decided that I wanted to be an actor. And uh, so I came out, I went to college out here, and I started acting in, uh, plays. Uh, I did musical theater professionally for about seven years and I started doing gymnastics and I found myself surrounded by stunt guys who were also doing their own training. And I was like, well, I want to do stunts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so then, um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his name is, Arnold Chan, he actually introduced me to some people, and I got started in stunts.
1: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. You, so I'm, I'm sure the gymnastics really helped uh, with the stunt work, knowing how to move your body and what's where and situational awareness and all that stuff.
0: Yes, absolutely. One of the, the first things you learn how to do as a stuntman is fall. So, you know, if you're going to be hitting the ground or, you know, going end over end, you have to know where your body is so that you don't damage it too much.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is there any way you can describe uh, for some of our listeners that might be just uh, doing like, the you know, a few hundred dollar uh, little video short for YouTube, like a, a safe way how to fall?
0: well i can tell you that y- y- you should probably practice where there is a pad or a mat and ideally you y- y- you know look on youtube you could probably find a youtube video for how to fall uh properly without hurting yourself from some mm-hmm. working stunt man or stunt coordinator um ideally you have someone who knows how to do it so they can just kind of show you and from there if you're hitting the concrete or depending on the surface you would pad up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You would, you know, get some pads if you can so that it it doesn't hurt as much.
2: Awesome. Padding for the ground, padding for like inside your clothes.
0: Both ideally, you know, if you have to if there's a shot of the actor or stuntman hitting the ground then obviously you can't have a pad in the shot but You know, if there's enough room in the clothing to put pads in there, then you would definitely
1: want to do that. Totally. Do you um? Do you enjoy the the you know? I I would. I don't want to call stunts not. I mean, it is acting. You're you know, it's it's physicality. You know, there's a great physicality involved in, in stunt work for sure. But do you involve speaking roles or the physical action stuff more? Me personally, yeah, yeah. Which do you do you like doing more? I should ask.
0: Well, I like doing both. I can tell you that as an actor, you're definitely at uh, a different spot in terms of pecking order. You know, Mm. um, actors in general are treated much better than stunt performers um, because, you know, actors are the actors. So, Mm. you know, there's just, you know, stuntmen are are definitely uh, far down. The food chain, in terms of you know productions, etc. Uh, I can tell you that doing stunts can be a lot of fun. Um, it can also be painful, and like stunt guys often get hurt. So you know there's there's an element of danger to that. So uh, personally, I was an actor before I was a stunt man. Um, I am super, super physical though. I've always been super physical. I'm super into martial arts, uh, uh, fighting, like I've done some amateur fighting. So I love the physical stuff like, and, um, and actors who like being really physical and who are athletes, you know, like, uh, like a Tom Cruise or a Jason Statham. These guys are great to have on set because you know, they, they like it and they want, they want to make it more real. They want to reward their fans with, uh, you know, their own work. Mm. So that's, that I think is cool. Me personally though, like I definitely prefer having an acting job. Um, if there's action, great. Um, I love action. So,
2: Mm. yeah. And what type of, Uh, You you kind of glossed over uh, some of the training you've done. Uh, Can you talk more about that, uh, more in ah, specifics?
0: (laughs) Sure, sure. So I, let's see, I did Taekwondo when I was a kid. You know, I grew up in a small town uh, in Enumclaw, Washington, and my mom actually had a fitness club. And so she owned that. And so we had a Taekwondo instructor there. His name uh, is Greg Pichos. I'm assuming he's still alive. Um, but uh, so I did that. And then I i actually, I was a professional dancer. So that actually helps a lot in terms of anything physical because you just learn how to control oh, yeah. your body. Um Dancers can honestly do just about anything physically. So I did that, and then I got into, I got back into martial arts. I did uh, Jeet Kune do, which is Bruce Lee's martial art. And from that, I discovered Muay Thai uh, or Thai kickboxing or Thai boxing, which is super, super practical and effective in terms of like a practical martial art. So I did some amateur fighting. In Muay Thai, and then I got into Wushu Kung Fu, which is Jet Li's martial art. Mm. Um, Jackie Chan does uh, some of that, and it's a very showy, very cool looking martial art. Um, Like you can see, uh, the best Kung Fu, in my opinion, in movies was in the first Matrix and a movie called um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. These were both choreographed by the same fight choreographer. His name is Yen Woping or Woping Yen, um, who is amazing. Um, and so I did that. I did, I've done a lot of boxing, a lot of boxing training. I've done, uh, sword fighting training.
1: Um, so yeah. Wow. So, uh, do, it, along with that, have you done any firearms training or any, any, uh, things surrounding firearms for fight scenes involving that?
0: Absolutely. Uh, In fact, um, I do have uh, training and certifications for real weapons, Um, and so I definitely have that kind of training. I'm looking forward to doing more of that kind of training just because it's fun. Oh,
1: totally. cool. You got the, the John Wicks and the Atomic Blondes and all those movies recently. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, the, you know, those, uh, the John Wick, that was actually, these guys were stunt guys. Like they came from the matrix, um, Chad Stahelski, uh, his company and the director of, of the John Wick movies. He was a stunt guy.
1: Yeah. What a, that's a amazing, yeah. Jump up. He goes, well, I'm good at stunts. I love stunts. I'm going to make a movie <laughs> entirely based around stunts. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it pays you know, off. It's it's entertaining as hell.
0: Totally. Totally. And these guys, they're doing a great job. Um, and yeah, I hope to work with them on one of their projects. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome.
2: Were you a fan totally. of... Uh, did you did you see Hardcore Henry?
0: I didn't. What is that?
2: Uh, it's like this first person... Did you see the... Uh, this is like a really popular YouTube video... It was a music video, actually, but it's called like an office escape.
1: Biting elbows. Is yeah. What, yeah. So it's a first person stunt video, basically, right? Yep. Where they strap uh-huh. a camera onto a dude. You see his arms out in front of him like a video game, and he right. just rips through about a dozen like mercenaries. <laughs> Sounds awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd recommend check checking it out. out. Yeah.
1: Talking about stunt, awesome. Yeah. That would be a good one to break down is, is how they actually achieve some of those. Mm hmm. Uh, Some of the shots. Yeah, it almost see a lot of it seems cutless, you know, it's just like one long takes. Uh, That's cool.
0: And those are those are really tough, especially when you're doing, you know, fight choreography with multiple people and
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking yeah. yeah, talking about safety and everything. Uh speaking of yeah. choreography, have um uh so you've done, you know, you've been involved in the fights in the choreography as a stunt performer? Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you ever choreographed fights yourself and and been a stunt coordinator?
0: I have. I have, you know, not as frequently as I've been a stuntman, but uh, I did, I've I've done some fight choreography and stunt coordinating on some indie features, on some short films. Uh, One of the short films that uh, I was the stunt coordinator on was a film for the senior vice president of production at Silver Pictures, Ethan Irwin. So um, that was actually that was actually really cool. It was for his wife, a uh, short film called Void. Anyway, so you know, um, I've kept in touch with these guys, and uh, hopefully, I'll be working on a project with them soon, um, either as an actor or both as a producer and an actor.
1: Nice, excellent. Dan. Yeah, what kind of um, what more goes into being a you know coordinator uh, and working on the choreography versus just performing it? Like, what what are you thinking about in terms of other people's safety or, you know, all of that?
0: Sure. Well, for stunt coordination, the, a lot of planning goes into it in terms of what you can accomplish in a day, in an hour, like what exactly is involved, all of the moving parts. Uh, you know, So there's a lot of planning that goes into that. And then with fight choreography, uh, ideally you have time to actually uh, shoot rehearsals and you know, like with the camera operators, the cameramen, um, and the director ideally, or second unit director, um, so that you can see where the camera needs to be, how this is all going to work out, what exactly the actors are going to be able to do themselves. Um, but honestly, that's like, that is the pie in the sky. On television, you often don't have time for any of that. Like, it just happens really, really fast. You might have time to do a, a, a few short rehearsals on set. Um, and then, you know, it's go time. And, there, you know, you do a little... Um, safety safety speech before you do any of the stunts typically and then you just go
1: yeah oh yeah yeah
0: it's television super super fast
1: <laughs> wow and so but yeah you, know, you gotta work quick but you also have to make sure that it looks right like the hit sells and you know Ah, oh, totally it's
0: exciting yeah 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 it's uh, action is definitely i mean i'm a dude so i love action <laughs>
2: And speaking of (laughs) do, do unbelievable fights, uh, bother you, um, both in like, just like, um, like all that wasn't a realistic hit, but also like where one person's taken on like 300 people,
0: you know, if the, if the fights are really well choreographed and if the camera work is good, I love it. Like, I mean, I love Jason, some of Jason Statham's films, like they're just like, he's great. Like he's, he's actually a world-class athlete. Like he was a professional diver. Mm -hmm. So he is super, super athletic, super fit. And, um, you know, I love, I love the action that he does. Uh, what bothers me is when you have action that is not shot correctly, or you can't tell what's happening. I think one of the best fights I've ever seen in a movie was in The First Born Identity. Um, that the fight choreography and the camera work in that is still to this day probably my favorite film fighting like. Mm. They just they just crushed it. Like the camera angles, the choreography, like it was just it was awesome. But when there are fights where the camera, they have this kind of shaky cam thing that happens sometimes, and you just, you have no idea what the hell yeah. is happening in the fight. Like, even on big, big movies, like, um, like, uh, one of the, I forget which Batman movie it was, but like, I had no idea what was happening in the fighting. And this is like, you know, they have gazillions of dollars and,
1: For sure do you think so that some of that shaky cam is to hide a, a poorly choreographed fight, or do you think it's a, a misconception? Do they they think this is going to make it seem more violent?
0: I think the latter. I think it's a style choice, and I think guys who don't really understand fight dynamics and fight mechanics, like they just they don't understand that the fighting looks best the choreograph the choreography looks best when you can really tell what's happening and when you see the lines mm. in terms of the movement so uh if you can't if you can't make out what's happening at least in like a uh, 60 or 70 percent of the scene, then the fight's lost and you just, you don't know what's happening. So uh, I think it's, you know, there are, there are some guys known in the industry who really know how to shoot fights. Like one of the guys, um, uh, his name escapes me, but he, he works all the time, um, to shoot action. And he's actually a an incredible athlete and martial artist himself oh wayne wayne Dowlish he's this he's this young guy and he started shooting stuff and he got his own gear and all of a sudden he's working nonstop uh, on big big shows Wow
2: yeah I was yeah. watching I was watching a um a while ago a video essay on uh, on fight scenes and how I think it was jackie about jackie chan and uh about like how a lot of his movies like it, it's the, the fight scenes are like a wide master most of the time mm. and lets him play right. to his skill and like you have a you have a really good idea of what's going on and like a lot of the way they're cut now is just super fast too cuts tight. and yeah too tight you can't really tell what's going on and it's not that these people don't have these skills it's that it's like a like you said like improperly a, photographed yeah yeah
0: yeah it's it's not unfortunately it's not uncommon um like i worked on agents of shield and you know the first ac on that show uh his name is kyle jewel and he's actually he's great you know he loves shooting action he understands he has an understanding of the dynamics of a fight and what looks good. So he, he does a great job. So they're, yeah. they're lucky on that show. They have someone who knows how to shoot
1: bites. Totally. Totally. So one of the most, uh, the most beautiful, uh, contemporary, like current day examples I can think of for really good fights, uh, the grand master and the Ip Man movies. Have you seen any of those? Uh,
0: oh yeah. I, Ip Man, I love the first Ip Man. It's so well done. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I think I saw the second one too. There was one fight in particular which happens in Ip Man's study. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh and it's just, it's just, it's awesome. And
1: who's that actor?
0: What's the actor's name? Donnie Yen. Uh, Donnie Yen. That's right. Yeah. He's, he's really great, uh, at what he does. And I, uh, yeah, they just, they look awesome. Um, I I am a fan of the guy, this famous fight choreographer, Woping Yang, and I I hope that he has some guys training under him to do what he does so that his art is not lost, because like, if you look at Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, if you look at that first Matrix, like, these are just extraordinary. I mean, the the aesthetic for what he does mm. is just on a totally different level.
1: Yeah, all the wire work and the it, it's almost magical. Yeah.
0: It really is. And you know, and he just he knows he knows kung fu, he knows how to shoot it and that's really where this really high level, this really high aesthetic comes in. And you know, you just you just don't really see it. Like it's I I feel like Hollywood should hire him more, even though he's expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get what you pay for.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. What uh speaking of challenging stunts and kind of crazy stuff, personally for you, what what's one of the most challenging either stunts, fights, or films, projects as a whole that you've been able to take part in?
0: I think probably the coolest And most challenging stunt experience I had was on the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I was in this scene, it's at the very beginning of the movie, the soldiers running backwards in slow motion and it's basically a field and all of these soldiers are getting shot to pieces. Basically, I and 50 other stunt guys had to charge in a line across a field that was blowing up. That had these mortars, these air mortars, uh, with uh, peat moss or peat, mm. and so these mortars are exploding all around us. And the camera was hauling ass. Uh, so you had David Fincher on this, uh, um, you know, uh, hauling ass on tracks, and we you had to keep up with the camera, and then you had to die right in line with the camera at a certain time. So I was jumping over soldiers, um, explosions happening around me, and then I had to die like right in front of camera. So that was probably the most challenging and also the coolest thing that I've done.
2: That sounds you know, so just, fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, as, as a pure summon. And you know, it's funny that we had these canteens on us and the stunt coordinator, uh, Mickey Jackamazi. Really, really cool guy. Uh, he said specifically, said, Whatever you do, do not fall on your canteen. And that's exactly what I did.
1: <laughs> uh, it was a real, and, uh, real
0: metal canteen? A real metal canteen. Oh. And I went down super, super hard. I totally what's called sold out like when you really just you just really kind of eat shit and uh, um, I went down super hard I had a bruise on my ribs for about two months
2: from
1: that oh god yeah (laughs) and he said
0: yeah yeah and you know he was laughing he said he said, "I see you went down on your canteen."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you did exactly what I told you not to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know. But uh, he that's said, awesome. he said that was perfect, though. He said that looked great. He said, you know, you you, you sold out, and uh, nice. that's what that's what guys, that's what stunt guys are expected to do. Sometimes, you know, like you kind of just have to eat shit, you know, and it's it hurts, mm. and that's you know that's what stunt guys often get paid for.
1: Makes you stronger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you find,
1: uh, do you find in your work that the best looking stunts are also the most painful or is there a, there's a balance there?
0: Definitely. There's a balance. You don't, uh, you definitely don't want to get hurt. Uh, uh, some of these stunts, like you just, you just know, like stunt guys like these, and they're like, Oh oh God, (laughs) you know? Uh, um, but, uh, Sometimes those are the best looking stunts. So you can have a stunt that doesn't hurt at all and looks great. Yeah. And then you can, you can have a stunt where the guy clearly hit that car or he hit that object, and you just, you know that hurt. <laughs> and uh, you know, but it, it, it adds it adds value like you know, uh, uh, like you have football players, professional football players, rugby players like, I mean, part of what makes these sports exciting is these guys are really getting hit. Like these guys are getting effed up, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're watching a train wreck, and uh, that's pretty exciting.
2: Is is that a, uh, a a common or potential career path for like ex uh, professional athlete? I know, I know you've already said a lot of them are, but like especially like football players, I can see being uh, good stunt, good stunt performers after their three-year career is over in the NFL. <laughs>
0: right, right,
1: right. But after
0: they've you know, made
2: I, $50 million, do yeah. they want to do Yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah, obviously NFL players, they get paid a lot, so they just kind of retire, um, at least from what I know. There are a lot of athletes who who want to do stunts and come into stunts, like guys from X Games, guys who have done like professional bicycle riding or... Uh, gymnasts or circus performers hmm. uh martial artists like these guys like they're like oh yeah like i would love to do stunts and so you get some of
2: these guys coming in sure there was a kind of a cool i think it was a bike it was a bike or skateboard movie that was shot in cincinnati hmm. in the 80s airborne airborne yeah
1: yeah yeah, totally um i could see yeah x games athletes doing that for sure yeah uh, you mentioned yeah. earlier on in your uh, when you're talking to us about stunt driving. Is mm-hmm. that um kind of its own little subset of the stunt industry or do you all like you know guys that jump off buildings do they also drive cars over cliffs? Is it It is
0: definitely an, an a niche in terms of the guys that get most of those jobs. It's a very small small group of guys that typically do all of the major stunt driving like the guys who are on like the fast and the furious um, the guys who do a lot of commercials like these are guys who've been driving for a long time and not only do they have experience but they have skills and they have the connections to the stunt coordinators and producers who can give them those jobs. So those are very, those are very much sought after because the car takes the hit.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so uh, you're not actually beating up your body. You're beating up a car. So it's mm. preferable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally. So yeah, it's safe to assume a lot of those guys that are high up in the stunt driving world don't then jump over and, You know, get suspended from a wire, or or, aren't fighting somebody,
0: right? Like, typically, stunt guys end up hitting the ground or hitting something in one form or another. Yeah, Uh, and that's just kind of what we get paid for. Sometimes, you know, it's like with wire work, it might be a little bit lighter, but guys can get pretty messed up on wires. Like, a friend of mine um, was uh, like, he broke his neck. Uh, doing wire work and uh, I think that was on I forget what movie it was on but fortunately it wasn't like he didn't get paralyzed but this is uh, this guy is super super skilled like his name is Ilram Choi and um, like he's like a lead uh, one of the lead stunt guys on like the Spider-Man movies Mm -hmm. Avatar he's actually he's he's retired right now like he worked for about 10 years and he's made millions of dollars as a stunt man so he's kind of like ah like <laughs> the one of, one of the last jobs he worked on he almost like he got hit by i think it was a camera car or something and wow. like he could have seriously been injured um and i think i think he broke like his tibia or something like this but like two more inches and he would have been killed like his he just he barely moved his head out of the way Man. and you know and so he's like why am i doing this like i've made a, you know a shit ton of money and yeah why why am i getting jacked up like uh so anyway but so that's kind of like what can happen um guys yeah. often get hurt you occasionally hear about people who die On sets, you know, it's there is a definite risk of getting hurt or killed on some of these really dangerous stunts.
1: Sure. Yeah, you got to walk that line between believability and safety.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, like productions, like these guys definitely push. Like it's the stunt coordinator's job to protect the stuntman, and it's the producer's job to push as much as he can. To get you know the most realism, the most bang for the buck, so mm. you kind of have like a push and pull uh, between safety and what's going to look the best. And oftentimes you have you have effects who are in charge of explosions, etc. And so this is where accidents can happen between effects and the stunt department, um, like guys get burned you know from from pyro from effects and yeah so it's kind of an ongoing line like a tightrope that you're walking
1: yeah totally
2: which which side of the fence do you kind of lean towards you in your work do you do you try to give the production the best bang for the buck or do you try to be more safety conscious for yourself
0: i, I definitely i i always want to producers and the production the director to be happy so i always try to give as much as i can without doing anything unnecessarily risky so um if it's risky it's risky you know you just you kind of that's kind of what it is like a car hit that's those are risky you know like you're getting hit by a car yeah um you know uh if you're falling down the stairs you're falling down the stairs uh there's really you know you can't really mm. not fall down the stairs when you're falling down the stairs <laughs> you know stunts stunts uh, stunts are safer these days than they were like back in the cowboy days you know which is where a lot of these uh guys come from is they come from the old westerns um, because you do have wires now and almost everything is done on wires. And so stunts are safer, but you know, they're it's there's still definite risk.
1: Totally, it's you are going to get hit. It's just where do you take the hit? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, honestly, like it, it, it's that's that's what stunt guys get paid for. Yeah. You
1: know? Oh, totally.
2: And are and, you are you covered uh, by SAG as a stunt performer?
0: Yes. Yeah, stunts fall under the Screen Actors Guild, so these guys are are
1: under that union nice yeah um maybe a weird one but uh you know for for maybe some of our listeners are gymnasts they're divers they're you know extreme sports at sports athletes and they're looking at this as a potential continuation of a career any advice tips tricks things to look out for that you'd want to pass along to kind of the next generation
0: Sure. I mean, honestly, you basically have to start training with stunt guys and be in a city where you can get hired as a stunt performer. So uh, there's a lot of work in Atlanta right now. A lot of my friends are actually living there um, and working there. Um, Obviously, Los Angeles, there's a lot of stuff that happens out here. But you kind of, basically, you need to go where you can get hired. You start training with stunt guys and... You find out how you can get hired. Like you probably do some jobs for free or like a few bucks on like uh, small projects, and then you just basically start pounding the pavement. Uh, It's called hustling in the stunt world, and it's expected. um, Some stunt coordinators don't like having people hustle, which is you know unfortunate because that's kind of what you have to do if you're coming into the business uh, and you don't know anyone. Um, Ideally, you're born into it, (laughs) Uh, you know, like your dad or your uncle is a major stunt coordinator. Um, That's honestly how a majority of the industry works. Like these, there are like third and fourth generation stunt performers. So if you think about that, that's like, wow, like Mm. that's, that goes back to the very first stunts, like the very early Westerns, et cetera. But yeah, basically you, you know, you move to where you can get hired and you start training with stunt guys, learn how to fall, learn how to fight, and start meeting stunt coordinators and start, you know, start promoting yourself as a stunt performer. Put together a demo reel of you doing some fighting, doing some falls. Fall on concrete. Get some shots of yourself eating shit uh unfortunately (laughs) like that's kind of like you just kind of have to do that and like sun coordinators see that they're like okay you know this guy's willing to uh show me that he can hit the concrete Mm. uh in a safe way that actually looks bad so the bigger you can do that and you know, obviously not hurt yourself in the process, mm-hmm. uh, the better like stunt coordinators will see that. And they'd be like, this guy's for real. Like I, uh, they really appreciate that because that's what they're going to expect on
1: a show.
2: That's and, good advice. And for, uh, and, some of our listeners, they might be uh, much, much smaller operations, uh, you know, having a small crew of 10 or less. Um, and, you know they might have some you know lower end stunt stunt type work, and maybe they're short the next short they're they're shooting. What would be some advice you would give them for working through that the first time?
0: Well, if they if they've never done it, then they should try to enlist the help of someone who does know how to do it, um, because otherwise, you like people can get hurt. You know, you just, you don't want that. Like uh, if you typically on smaller productions, you don't have stunt doubles. You have the actors doing it themselves. And so if you don't understand fight choreography and if you don't understand how to stack a shot so that it's safe, but it looks like the person's getting hit, then you should, you should really just, you should enlist the help of someone who knows Um, what they're doing just to avoid having an actor or someone get hit and then you know people are kind of miserable
1: (laughs) Yeah. so do it right or don't do it at all (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah you know like I'm sure there are some YouTube videos of showing like okay this is how you stack a shot so the punch goes in front of the camera but there's actually a foot of distance or a foot and a half of distance between the person's fist and the other person's face. Like there's actually quite a bit of distance um, typically. And uh, if you're, if you're working with martial artists, wow, you need to be really careful because martial artists are standardly, you know, they, they, they are used to hitting, like actually hitting. So uh, you have to be careful with, people who are are real fighters cuz they just they don't they don't really understand the concept of you don't have to be close at all to sell a hit. Totally. Yeah.
2: And if you're on the real low budget end, I think Film Riot did an episode um on some like low end ways of doing some stunts uh how to and do like do it an, safely. Yeah, and yeah. How to do it safely and even some post methods of like Extending an arm in in post.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Ah. The bigger the budget, the more you can get away with. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And honestly, like, there are tons of things you can do in post and with editing to cheat stuff. I mean, and got, you know, filmmakers do this all the time where they'll, they'll cheat. They'll cheat like a knife throw or an axe hit or a big hit or something where they just, they basically cut to, uh, you know the reaction where they have the first part is the the swing or the the weapon or whatever's being used and then you cut to the reaction and mm. um like typically this is like a whip pan or something like this and that that is
1: that's how those are cheated. Yeah. So the vine yeah also like frame removals and speed ramping and you could do emotion motion slower and speed it up later, and then the addition of sound. Once you start layering on sound effects, and it seems a lot more violent than it really was.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah what uh, what really hit home for me uh, within the last few months, I was I was listening to uh, an actress. Uh, she was on a TV show, and she was talking about some of the other work she's done, and she did this uh, like corporate commercial where she was on a, a surfboard in a pool. And she had to fall off the surfboard into the water. Like that's right. not that big of a deal, but that was considered stunt work. And I was like, "Oh, that's in-. like, huh. like that." That kind of changed my whole perspective of like, "Oh, it's no big deal. Like, just just trip, just trip on the ground. Like, yeah, like no, right. I can't, I can't really, yeah, can't really just expect that out of people." No, there's
1: a whole gamut, I think, of stunt performances. You know, from again falling off a surfboard into water to. Driving a vehicle headfirst into a brick wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, there are, there's a wide range of stunts, and sometimes sometimes the stunt is literally just running. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll have a stunt guy run because the actor doesn't look good running. Like they're just they're just not athletic, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's another good piece of advice for any anyone who's going to be doing some stunts is. If you have to be aware of the athletic level of your actors if they're going to be doing stunts because they could end up hitting the other actor or hurting themselves because they're just not athletic. Like mm-hmm. so you kind of have to be aware of that. That's something I learned early on, you know, doing stunt coordinating and fight choreography is that some actors are a lot more athletic than others. And it's kind of a, a shock sometimes to anyone is athletic it's like wow okay this person is not athletic at all Mm -hmm. like they just like so that's where you know you get into some creative editing or you have you have the actor look like he's about to throw a punch and then you have the stunt the stunt the stunt performer steps in and does the rest of the fight
1: scene totally so word of advice get in phenomenal shape
0: (laughs) Yeah, get you know definitely get in great shape if you're either an actor or a stunt performer. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. You you should be in great shape. Um, I mean, there are uh, stunt performers who are like bigger, you know, and so they're not actually expected to be in awesome shape because they yeah. double like actors who are bigger.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man! Uh, I, what's uh, any you? You mentioned a few things. You know, that you're working on. You're you're still hustling, right? You're you're in the hustle mode.
0: Definitely still hustling. I you know I, I I'm more excited about my own projects. Like I'm yeah. developing a I'm developing a project with the stunt coordinator of Avatar. Uh, his name is Garrett Warren, and this project is called Glitch. And it's kind of like a retelling of Adam and Eve set in a dystopian future where um, Eve is uh, an android and Adam is a clone. So that's, so that's exciting. I'm um, working on that. I'm developing uh, another project with me as the fourth lead. It's kind of it's a retelling of the firm. Uh, set in the world of military, military contracting like Blackwater. So, um, yeah, so I'm developing that. That's a smaller project, like an under two or $3 million project. So, uh, I'm developing that. And then I have another project I'm, uh, developing, which is called hammer of God. And it's kind of born identity meets star Wars. And that is obviously a much, that's a bigger project and, you know, uh, so that's probably a little bit a little bit down the line in terms of my career as a writer producer.
1: Sure, but you've got different tiers of stuff in the works so that you know, if something hits, you've always got something in your back pocket. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know i'm also I'm looking for projects for uh, uh, Dark Castle right now as a producer. so that's that's something else I'm working on. i'm I'm looking for um, super hot. Uh, thriller horror scripts and kind of the the Jason Blum the Blum House mm. model. So I'm working on that as well. So I'm definitely working all angles, and that's, you know, I'm I'm sure you guys know like that's kind of what you have to do. You have to kind of work oh, as yeah. many angles as you can if you don't have family in the business.
1: Totally, it's all about who you know. I think everyone said that about th- thousand times, but it doesn't. It never doesn't ring true.
0: (laughs) It never gets old, you know, and it's, and it's true for any super competitive industry or field. Like the same goes for being a firefighter for being, you know, a top attorney on wall street. Um, you know, it's just, you really have to, you have to really hustle. That's just kind of how it is.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool. And and McKay, uh, is there a place, uh, where people can go go to learn a little bit uh, more about what you do, your stunt work, your acting, and also these projects you have in development.
0: Sure. I've got, I've got a few websites. I've got my website, which is mckaystuart.com. I have uh, another website called, Oranges, uh, origins, (laughs) oranges, originsoflight.com. Um, that has some information on there. And of course I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as McKay Stewart, all one word, M-C-K-A-Y-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. So definitely looking forward to connect with people and, you know, do really cool things.
1: Awesome. Well, McKay, we, we really appreciate you coming on. We appreciate the knowledge you're able to bring and illuminate some kind of hidden issues with the stunt world. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Glad we finally got the connect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool, guys. Take it easy. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Talk soon. Cheers. Cheers. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Man, yeah, the stunt world is, is crazy. It is. You see some of these films and you go, how do they do it? And nine times out of ten, you're like, oh, they do
2: they just did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy actually ran ran off that building. Or yeah, that guy actually got his face hit with a shovel.
2: It, it's too bad that uh, this is whole topic for a different podcast uh, yeah. episode. But like how CGI is kind of ruining ruining that in a way. Like like oh he just they just CGI'd him off the side of the building. No, like he yeah,
1: did. <laughs> yeah, he he ran off the side of the building. I mean, when when you see stories in the news about Tom Cruise, like. Breaking bones, jumping from building to building, or you know all those things. It's like, oh no, they still do it for real. <laughs> I,
2: I was I was shocked to see him uh, when he was doing what the mission. uh, The one we were there in Dubai, the Mission Impossible, like when he was hanging yeah. hanging off that uh,
1: mission e, Mission Impossible three, which is one of the best. Yeah. No. Oh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: I mean, was like off that. That at the time, like the tallest wo- building the, in the world, or the whatever. Burj like,
1: Khalifa. Yeah. Yeah. He actually climbed it. Yeah. They had him suspended from wires and he's climbing like what was he 2000 feet up in the air. Yeah. So oh that guy's a madman in the best of ways. And he's
2: not. He's not honestly that young anymore, you know. On no. top of it. And yeah. like we're not even speaking of like that's in the that's in Saudi Arabia, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's hot there. And those buildings are glass like that can't be very Dubai
1: is where it is yeah,
2: yeah it can't be very comfortable like I I had a train that had T-tops and like just to like take the T-tops off yeah. during the summer it was like you had to wear gloves because the glass was so hot and oh, I'm yeah. not even in Saudi Arabia so
1: sure he's uh yeah climbing up the world's tallest that's crazy man uh I I don't want to do that with my body but yeah. <laughs> I mean I'll get in shape but I don't want to be hit <laughs> Oh, we got some good stuff
2: coming up. We do. Yeah.
1: We, uh, we're we always looking for more content, though. So if you guys, as listeners, if you have someone that you've been dying to hear that we haven't interviewed yet or some topic that we, for whatever reason, haven't covered, please uh, reach out, shoot us an email, shoot us a, a message, uh, leave it in your rate, your review on iTunes. Let us know and be like, hey. Talk to uh, this guy or this girl, or you know, cover this topic, and we'll we'll be more than happy to take that on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, leave it in your review on iTunes, uh, uh, social media. We're at uh, f at FDB Podcast. Uh, you can mm-hmm. shout out to us uh, that way, or uh, FDB Podcast at Gmail dot com. Sends me an email. Let me know mm-hmm. what you'd like to hear.
1: And join our Slack group, because we, uh, we've we got conversations going on there all the time. Uh, gear for sale, jobs, tips, tricks, and we can have discussions about future podcast topics as well.
2: And uh, Slack or not, we want to hear from you, and uh, we want to hear if you're working uh, with any stunts on anything you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us more about that. And uh, remember to be safe, but sometimes you have to eat shit and sell out. <laughs>
1: Love it. Yeah. I, I will uh reiterate the be safe part. Yep. Alright guys, it's been a good one. Frank, See pleasure as always. Bit.
2: Yep. See you in a little bit. Cheers. Cheers.
1: This podcast is produced by Frank Steele and recorded live at Gwyn Sound Studio. Find out more at Gwynsound.com.